But the image she sent me, the image I saw, was her being on a spaceship and teaching highly evolved and highly skilled and gifted children. Hello beautiful soul and welcome back to Rooted in the Cosmos, your podcast for all things spirituality, spiritual leadership and new earth vision. My name is Isabel Gloria, I'm your host, and I'm welcoming you for the first time in this brand new year in 2024. I hope you had the best time with your loved ones and could relax a couple of days and celebrate the new year. So welcome in 2024. There's going to be a lot of new things coming out in this year on my side. I'm really excited for this year. I'm excited to yeah, launch a very, very big project that I'm currently working on. I don't know exactly when it will be, but um, yeah, just get ready for something big coming out soon in the first half of 2024. Today is going to be a very cosmic and deep episode because I decided that I would love to talk about the topic of aliens, of extraterrestrials again. If you've been following me for a while, in 2018, I gained a lot of um, followers and my community grew a lot because I started sharing about my experiences and I was, I kind of made it my task to demystify the topic of aliens. And to be honest, I kind of lost that a little bit. So I didn't talk about it that much. And I want to bring it back. I focused on other things. I focused on building my mentorship and I've guided so many beautiful women through that mentorship. But now that I'm coming back with like new ideas and new ways of connecting all my wisdom into one like channel, into one community. And yeah, I just have a lot planned for this year. And I feel so ready to talk about the more spiritual, the more controversial things again. So I would love to do that today. I actually have so much to share on the topic of extraterrestrials. And I think this is not going to be the last episode where I talk about this. But for starters, I had some pretty intense experiences a couple of years ago. And to be completely transparent, not all of them were positive And I kind of tried to... Uh, tone it down so I, I kind of try to not be as open to those experiences anymore so it was a very mixed thing I had amazing enlightening eye-opening experiences with extraterrestrials but I also had some scary physical experiences that I did not enjoy and that I realized a while after that this is actually not what I'm, I want to get myself into and I set the intention or like I made it energetically clear that I'm not like up for that type of contact and that's why I also don't have the good side right now. I don't have as much connection to my ET guides as I had a couple of years ago. I still do connect to them but a couple of years ago it was like a very intense time and because I cut this contact because of my bad experiences which was not because of my spirit guides by the way, the good experiences are also 
not happening that frequently anymore. So I'm slowly finding the balance here myself. All I know is that I want to demystify this topic because I feel like there's a lot of stuff out there that is super dramatic and super over the top. And what I what I see a lot is that a lot of people perceive extraterrestrials as something outside of themselves. From my experience, this is simply not true. We are all connected. They are not outside of us. We are the aliens as well. And the the aliens or the extraterrestrials that we can connect with are either higher dimensional aspects of us or they are, as a collective, a different timeline of humanity. So there is not much mystic to that. It's It's more like grounding this knowledge into something that is tangible and... This is what I've been doing in 2018 a lot. Like 2018, 2019 was my my era of <laughs> telling people about aliens and how, how they are connected to us. And I it was a good time. What I want to share with you today is actually not one of my stories, but it kind of is. It's the story of my grandma and um, something she told me after she passed in 2018. So... Shortly after she died, I got like an energetic download from her. And everybody who has had an energetic download before knows what I'm talking about. It's like a sudden knowledge, sudden information that comes in so fast that you kind of need some some time to um, for your brain to catch up and decode the information. So that's exactly what happened. I don't even know exactly when it was. Like it was shortly after she passed, but I don't know the exact situation I was in. It was just random. And I got this download from her and she was basically showing me that her lifetime as the person that I knew her as, as the person that my family knew her as, was like an expedition from a bigger mission. She was on a much bigger mission and her lifetime on earth as the person we know her as was a trip for her to gain more wisdom, to gain more knowledge, to learn for her bigger mission. Embrace yourself. It's going to sound very crazy. If you're unfamiliar with these topics, it may sound totally nuts to you. But the image she sent me, the image I saw, was her being on a spaceship and teaching highly evolved and highly skilled and gifted children. And when I say spaceship, I don't mean like a small little spaceship. It's more like an entire planet, but it's a spaceship, it's artificial. So that kind of thing, a really, really large spaceship that we probably cannot imagine to be real as humans. And that's where she was. And I saw her in, she almost looked like she was in her human form. So she didn't look foreign to me, but this could also be how my brain translated the information. I'm not entirely sure, but I saw her much younger And she was wearing like a red robe and she was much younger, like I said. And she was teaching all these children, hundreds of children. And these children were all very gifted, very evolved. They were, I had a feeling that these are like hybrid children. So they are half human, half extraterrestrial. And it's like a thing they do to serve a certain purpose. I'm not entirely sure. I didn't look into that too much. But that was the information I got and it didn't it didn't vibe bad but I know that it had some in German you would say 
it had a taste to it. <laughs> so there was something off because even though she didn't have any bad intentions and the beings involved didn't have any bad intentions, there was some DNA tinkering going on. And it was like, there was a certain polarity there, but it wasn't a negative energy, if that makes sense. I don't want to go too deep into like this hybrid thing right now, but that's the information I got from her. And I was like, whoa, that's interesting. And then I digested this a little bit and suddenly I was like, oh my God, there is something else she told me. Because like I said, if you get like an energetic download, it sometimes takes a few hours for all the information or even a few days or weeks, to be honest, for all the information to be decoded. So you can imagine it like so much energy and so much light codes coming in from your own higher self or from someone you're connected with in your cosmic family that your human brain needs some time to decode. It cannot decode it all at once. It, it has a buffer time as if you were to put a lot of data on a computer and it takes some time for it to be transferred to it. That's how you can imagine it. And after a while, I was getting more information and she basically told me that all her life experiences or almost all of the important life experiences she had were serving the purpose of this mission. So her life was planned by her soul in a way that made it super educational and super helpful and beneficial for her bigger mission of teaching these children on the spaceship. And now you don't know my grandma, but I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. So she was always, her main topic in her entire life, she was always there for the family. She was always the, the binding connection between family members. She was always the link between us all. And as soon as she left the planet, it, it changed the family dynamic as well. So she was very, very much the link between all of us. And she was very self-sacrificing in a way that she sacrificed a lot of things for her family, for her children. She had four children. Looking back at her life, her challenges began pretty quickly when it comes to the topic of children, because she's working with children now. So the mission was about knowing a true connection with her like physical children as well. I believe that was what she wanted to learn. And her challenges began pretty early. So she, she was born in 1932. She lived through the Second World War. Um, she had pretty intense experiences there. She had to take care of her little brothers. So she was always put in the role of a mother and of in the role of taking care of children. There were some children I don't even know that she took care of that weren't her own before she even had her own or while she had her own, I'm not entirely sure. But children were always a big topic in her life. Her first child was born way too early and almost died. And back then, being like a preemie was, was not something normal. It was something really, really chaotic and really dangerous. The second child came after that and it was my uncle and... Um, he died early. He died at the age of 48 unexpectedly. He, we, we don't really know what caused it. It was like a sudden death, literally. And um, it's obviously not the norm to lose a child, to lose your son as the mother. 
So that was another initiation she had to go through. Her third child, who is my mother, her third child, who is my mother, had a very, very intense um, illness, a meningitis, I think it's called, so an inflammation in the brain when she was very little and she almost died of it. So it was really, really tight um, that she died, that she almost died. And um, she survived, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't be here. Um, but yeah, that was another challenge. So with every child, there came another challenge. And her fourth child was a son. He was born much later than the other three. And she almost died while giving birth to him. There were complications. She, it was a home birth. So she almost died. And she was, I think she was in the hospital afterwards. And the other three had to take care of him. And like, it was really intense. It was an intense situation. And it was really, yeah, she almost died. So with all four children, there were initiations, there were fears of losing someone, fears of death, fear, fears of not being able to raise a child. This was a topic, but this is not the final. <laughs> this is not the final. She also took care of her husband who came back from war and was not the same person. So she was the mother of her own husband in that, in that sense as well. It was, again, a topic, a theme in her life. And then when all children were grown-ups, everyone was like an adult, I was born. And I partly grew up with my grandma. So I grew up with my mom and uh, my grandma, basically. And um, I was born with a congenital heart defect and almost also almost died shortly after I was born. And then she was afraid of losing me. So there was always this, this fear of losing someone. And she had to live through that again through me because we were super close and she was always involved in my health complications and my, like when I had to have surgery, like all these things when I was little and also later, she was very involved in this and obviously cared about me a lot. So emotionally, she was always in a state of being afraid to lose a loved one and also experiencing losing a loved one, her son. That's not all, because her youngest son, she did not lose him through death. They didn't have any contact for a couple of years and she kind of lost connection to him on an emotional level. Not that she, she loved him always, of course, but there was some... I can't even explain what it was, but some something happened that made him detach from the rest of the family. So she lost another son in that sense. And because family is so important, it was her highest value that obviously broke her. Like all of this broke her, losing her her older son and then the younger in an, in another way. It, it really broke her and it was really, really challenging for her. And the information that came through that she gave me about this entire, these all these events in her life were that she needed the experience or the experiences of being afraid to lose someone, of losing someone, of being disconnected from someone she loves because where she's actually from, so her actual life, which is not just a expedition, there is no such thing as disconnection. There is no such thing as separation. They are very aware that death is an illusion. Yeah, that death is not the end and that this is not a final thing or that losing someone is not a final thing. And 
she needed that experience for her job on that spaceship so she could have this wisdom and this life experience of being in a situation where none of this is clear, none of this is known, where you don't know that death is an illusion, where you don't know that losing someone isn't a thing. And this really helped her to see her work on from a different perspective. All of this may sound super crazy to you, but looking back at her life and how her life went and what challenges she, she faced, it makes so much sense that this was an expedition, that this was a learning experience. Her entire life was a learning experience. And it doesn't mean that it was not valuable. It was super valuable. It was a, She also had a beautiful life and um, beautiful people around her, beautiful connections. I'm not trying to belittle her human life, but more so I try, I'm trying to emphasize how important it was because it made so much sense to me when she told me this. And the thing you don't know, <laughs> it's like an inside joke in our family, or it was um, an inside joke in our family, that my grandma would always dream about children. She would dream about children so often. <laughs> she was like, this night, again, I, I, I met this beautiful these beautiful children, and they had big eyes, and they were so cute, but they were none of you. So she, she made sure to emphasize that she did not dream about any of her children or of her um, grandchildren. It were different children, but she kept dreaming about them. And it was so often that it became this inside joke and that it became a known thing for all of us that our grandma or grandma always dreams about children. And now with this information that she got me after she passed, that makes so much sense because she probably visited every night. She probably reconnected every night to where she actually lives because her life was an expedition. She projected a portion of her consciousness forward into this human experience, but her true life, her life that's still going on, is on this spaceship. It's teaching these children and it, it's involved in a big mission. I know that, I don't know the details because I haven't looked into them and I, I haven't asked, but I know that whatever she does, it's an important thing. She has a lot of responsibility and it's it's an important thing that she does. And it's so different from how she was here. So when I think of my grandma using any kind of technology, oh no, that didn't work well. I had to like put some stickers on her remote for the TV for her to know where to put it on and off. So she wasn't a tech girly. But in her life on this other dimension or in this other place, she's very tech savvy. <laughs> and it's so funny to see the differences, but still recognize the same person, the same soul. So yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot more personal than I planned it to be. But I do hope that you gain something from this and that you gain something from me talking about this so casually, because to me, it genuinely is casual. My entire family, like the ones I'm really close with, they are super open for everything. And I sometimes am I'm so much in my bubble that I forget that this is not the norm. And I love being in my bubble because I love being casual about these things. And I will never stop being casual about them because they are casual. It's normal to talk about these things. And if someone thinks they're crazy, that's okay. I don't need to prove anyone. I don't need to, 
yeah, prove them what's my truth, what's their truth, what I've seen, what I know, what they know. I just always hope to inspire you and to motivate you to speak up and speak your truth, even if some people may think it's crazy. I think it helps if you have someone who just talks about these things casually. And that's exactly what I mean by I want to demystify the whole thing. Extraterrestrials are not so foreign. They are not so unknown. If you are on a spiritual journey and you really dive deep into the higher consciousness and really look at your own self and recognize yourself as a multidimensional being, an extraterrestrial is nothing outlandish. It's just another version of you. As soon as you connect with your higher self, cosmic self, your guides, whatever you want to call it, that's an extraterrestrial connection. That is what other people refer to as aliens. So there is really not that much to mystify about it. It's it's a very real thing. And we are actually very connected with these beings and with our multidimensional selves. The problem is that most people are so cut off that they don't even know about themselves as multidimensional beings. They just perceive their human form, their physical self. They don't even think about where their where their thoughts come from because thoughts are fourth dimensional so you have to be a multidimensional being to even think but that's a whole nother topic i just wanted to like have this little ted talk toward the end that i hope to inspire you with and um yeah i would love to dive deeper into these kind of large spiritual concept with concepts with you so definitely let me know if this resonates with you if you like the spiritual leadership content more, if you like these deep dives more, if you like a mix of the two, you can reach out to me on Instagram. It's at Isabel Gloria. And you can also send me an email. It's podcast at isabelgloria.com. That being said, I wish you a wonderful week. I hope you had a beautiful start into 2024. I hope you're ready for some vision boarding, intention setting, energy reading, because there may be some free event coming to you. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything now, but keep your eyes on your inbox if you're on my mailing list. And if you aren't, definitely check out the link to my mailing list in the show notes and sign up, put your email in so you don't miss any free events. Have a beautiful time and talk to you next week.